0: Okay, so let's stop five, way, Welcome everyone to another episode of the Parenting On Home Podcast. My name is Matt. Thanks again for listening for another week. Hopefully everything is going well. And as for me, everything's good today. By the time you hear this, it's going to be November. But I'm recording this the last week of October, so it's not too bad. Today's October the 25th. And if you remember, today's been like the first real day of rain. I mean, down in Southern California where I'm at, it rained, but not like, in the words of Forrest Gump, like big, heavy, fat rain. It was just, you know, light rain. But the weather was good. It was nice and cloudy. Didn't see the sun all day. So, I mean, can't complain. I'm right here setting things up for the podcast, watching one of my favorite movies, The Departed. And, and today, for being so cloudy and so, uh, I want not say gloomy, but I guess you could say gloomy. It's the 15th anniversary for my chemical romance, Black Parade, which I could already hear from my wife saying, emo this and emo that, you little, you know? And I mean, but. Hey, it's my music, so I mean, what, what do you want? What do you want me to say, huh? And this past week has kind of been, these past couple of weeks have kind of been crazy, only because there's, without getting into it, there's things going on with my family, not my family, like my wife and my two kids. And thankfully, everything's good, but family drama on both sides, of the family, my mother and father, so it's it's been a little mentally exhausting. I mean, thankfully, I'm not. I'm not really in the middle of anything, so I'm kind of. But still, like you think about things, and it gets to you, and it's it's a bit overwhelming. I'm not into deep with everything, but you know, I mean, I'm human. I feel things. So you know, what do you want me to say? But for this episode, if you haven't seen the title of it, it is titled "Everything I'm Not Makes Me Everything I Am." And yes, any fans out there, it is a Kanye West song or a or a EA song. Huh. And you find out most of my episodes, they they kind of come from music but like i said before music's a very big part of my life growing up and now and there's going to be a lot of lyrics that they just they just get to you they just make you think of things and but the song may actually remind me of you know being self-aware and being self-aware as a parent most of all most of all a person the self-awareness that has allowed kanye to ignore what the crowd is doing and continually be what he wants to be does what he wants to do it's something that. We have been told at least once in our lives, it's you do you. Well, that makes any sense. You be your own person. You follow your own path. You, you follow your own destiny. In other words, be your own person. But, you know, that's one thing that we get wrapped up in the world of day. There's always something in the back of our head that tells us we have to be what society, society wants us to be. And it can range from the way we act, the way we dress, the way we see our body, you know, our self-image. Since this podcast has started, you know, for me, parenting has been one. I know there's times where we get a bit self conscious because we feel we could be in a you know in a better spot in terms of our our looks, body weight, you know, just to name a couple of major ones. I mean, I think that affects everybody at some point. You can say, yeah, you're fine, you love yourself, and everything, but there's been at least one point where you second guess yourself. I mean, but it happens to everybody. You know, I I feel that more so, especially. Being a new parent and I only want the best for my kids, but others ideas for I mean in terms of what's best for the kids may not be how you see it. I'm doing the opposite of what I know in my eyes and how to be a parent. Quick example, I'm here. <laughs> I mean'm I'm, I'm here I'm I'm present, I'm here every day, I'm trying, I'm trying to make the house run efficiently between the kids, my wife, me, and' as for my parents well, there were a whisper in the wind, you know, a little bit of dust in the air, if that makes any weird sense. You know, I went to school, I got hit, I was lonely, I couldn't express my emotions, I got no support, and of course some of that may seem that it isn't everyone is supposed to be doing, but those little things that I went through that kind of stem from being parentless, but you would think going through some of that stuff that it don't happen to others. Some of us end up in the same cycle as our previous generations. Most of my family, from what it seems, they really didn't show really taking care really showing that extra effort for the younger kids. It was just, for the most part, go to school, so long as I don't hear anything from your teacher, we're good. And why? It's because of what they did. And believe me, I've I've heard stories where if they messed up in school, my grandma would beat them. And it's not like, Joking like I'm going to beat you or like, you know, I'm going to smack you here and there. No, it was. It was a violent beat down that would have taken her 10 kids away, maybe eight of them from getting hit by two bar fours, punches, head slammed to cabinets. And those are just some of the stories that I've heard. And I'm, I'm sure there was just tons way worse. But, you know, for everybody, in our us. It was when you act up, you get hit. I mean, why? That's because it, it happened to me. Are you angry? Anything happens, you you walk it off. Why? I will still keep it in and move on, which I'm kind of guilty right now. I do that to my boy. And when I say I do that, I mean, terms walk it off. Only because sometimes my boy, he exaggerates a little bit. So he likes the drama. He likes to cry. He likes to see what he can get away with. So if he falls, that's, you know, as a parent, when you see your kid fall, it's not really that bad, but they get shocked. They get embarrassed. And then, you know, the tears start. And a couple of times for him, he's finally hit himself and he's good. But as soon as he looks at either me or my wife, he starts crying. He starts, you know, he, he brings it in. <laughs> and a couple of times I've told him, you know, walk it off and, you know, suck it up, kid. Like, you're, you're, you're good. You're okay. And I know my intentions aren't as what they were before when I was growing up with how that told me. is different generations, different situations. But I feel bad regardless. I know we're supposed to teach our kids some sort of having a strong foot to set on, but you know, just that correlation between the two generations, I feel guilty. I feel bad sometimes. I know, I guess you could say that's an insecurity that I have that I'm trying to fix and correct, but I'm human. But the kid kind of gets it. He kind of knows where it's trying to come from because we're trying to get him to not cry for everything, which cries for a lot of stuff. And it's like a big piece of marble and we're chipping away little by little, little by little. And... For the most part, some of the stuff they used to really cry for, it's gone away now. And some of the stuff now that he cries for, it's kind of it's kind of funny. An example, you would think as a kid watching a story like Space Jam. they would uh somebody would get upset being into it that, you know, the looney tunes, the looney tunes are losing, right? They lose if they're losing, feel bad, might give it a cry, right? Well, my son was the opposite. He started crying and we're like, What's going on? What's wrong? He said, The monsters are losing. The boy was rooting for the bad guys. <laughs> but you know, it, it's it's give or take, it's it's different things that we're trying to teach him, like in terms of we're sharing, not crying for situations like that, interacting with other kids. And for the most part he's good. But you know, at home when kids are at home, they they can be extra, especially with the parents. They they could just be extra they, what they could get away with. One of those things that I don't hold to myself too hardly, but it kind of reminds me a little bit. Intentions are different. You know, but as I look at some of these things, I think that I'm crazy sometimes because I'm trying to take a different approach into parenting from what I've been used to, what I've been told, what I've been what I've been taught. I'm not crazy. But when you get caught in the system, you're getting used to doing the same thing over and over again, you kind of get in the Stockholm Syndrome and begin to love your captor. So if you had an abusive parent, parents, family, when you're in that circle constantly, you just love them for it. So if something happens, you're like, oh, you know what? It was my fault. You put the blame on yourself when in reality, it's shouldn't the sense for the parents. It shouldn't be. There's something in between that gets lost in translation. You know what I mean? And a while back ago, I've kind of butted heads with some of my family. They've expressed how they felt, you know, in, in, few, in few words and how to. Not necessarily raise my kids, but some of the things I'm doing. I mean, I could have taken it in so many ways, but I think me working at a lot of my personal things in life, it really allowed me to take a step back and kind of see where they're coming from, from a different angle. And sure, I may have had had whatever issues I had growing up, but in the end, they were trying to come from a good place. So naturally, they will continue the path that they're set, they were taught on, and what they don't seem to realize sometimes is that I see, I see things coming from a different place. I'm coming from a place where I wasn't happy with my parental status. It was, it was just completely gone. I'm trying to give my kids what I was missing. And sometimes it's not what you may think. To me, it's, it varies from an emotional base, using words, communicating. And like I said, my boy is very, very emotional. I mean, just like I was, but the only difference was I would cry. I would get hit and smacked and told to get really shut up. I mean, so when my son has an outburst, we try to talk to him and make him understand what's going on, how he could overcome it. And you know, they're they're kids. They're not going to get it the first time or the second or third, maybe even the 10th time. You got to really go at it. That's why being a parent is it's a work. And I never understood that until now, (laughs) you know, but this this is what we signed up for, right? You know, talking is, is ultimately what's going to make the difference, not smacking. And with my son, he cries very, very loudly, like I mentioned before. So we either kind of have, well, I kind of have to get him either get my voice loud enough to where it kind of like shocks him, if that makes any sense. So he could like look at me because now he cries, his eyes are closed and he's, he's in his moment. Or I got to bring him literally close. I got to bring his ear close to my mouth. And I got to tell him, like, no, that's okay. I talk calmly. And little by little, I start. But if I don't, if I don't get any, like, wording, and any like, hey, 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 it's, it's okay, it's kind of like a Michael Scott chain of thought. You got to catch it before it leaves. <laughs> I mean, the point is, we're, we were raised similar, but I'm deciding to take a different approach. And one thing looked at is reasoning to homeschool. I have a whole episode about it coming soon, or if i recorded it, I'm not really sure. I don't remember. But I mean, I think if you can, parents should take a hand in educating their kids. That's just my idea. Not everyone's going to agree with it, and that's okay. And we can, of course, everyone has their own reasons. They availability, everything's different. But from homeschool, all I hear is really the only aspect about socializing. That's that's really about it. Either they're they lack socializing with other kids, or they're weird. It's a myth, and kind of a farce. Or it's a shelter complex where, you know, the kids are very sheltered, so they're they're complete widows. But but when I've seen so far, it's far from that. It's more freedom to explore and take the time to teach. I do like that sheltered argument, but I find it a little bit over dramatic to associate that with homeschool, because I mean, let's let's face it. If I had family go through public school, shelter their kids, and when the doors opened up. They were wild. And not to get too deep into it, but when these kids were out, when they were between the ages of 15 and 16, they were already having kids. So that kind of lends the credibility to the argument. And then when that happens, it's really on the parent. What we teach, how we taught them, what's what's been going on in the household all those many years. But when I seen that's what happened, what I experienced with them, that's really what happened. But my wife and I agreed to homeschooling to at least the fifth grade and then take an evaluation. Ask the kids how they feel, they want to do, where the options, you know, we wanna we wanna ask them. And it's so easy to say, you know, they're just kids that don't know any better. Kids are smart as hell. Trust me, they know a lot, they know what they want, and that's why we're here as parents to guide. You know what I mean? In this past year so far, my in terms of academics, my son is already ahead. And he's going into what should be his kinder year, and it's exciting. Due to his birthday, he is in the TK, so like the pre-K, transitional kinder level. One, one, one grade below kinder. It sucks, but what do you want us to do? <laughs> so far, he got, he's, he's gotten tested, and he's already reading at the first grade level. Incredibly shocked, surprised, and of course, we are very, very proud of our son and all the time he's putting into learning. He's enthusiastic about it. And I've mentioned before, I've always had this kind of complex of being worried about his speech, his talking, but my son's killing it. He's reading good. He's already on his second or third level of books. Me and my wife couldn't couldn't be more proud. We really couldn't. And those are just some of the few examples of what we're not doing traditionally and how it may look from the outside. And what I'm not is an abusive husband. I take my wife's feelings into consideration, once I married her even before that. It was a partnership. It's not one way of thinking as we split everything down the line. If you want to be a wise person, you got to take others' feelings into consideration. Even if you don't agree with them, you got to look at things from all sides. come with all conclusions and talk things out with your partner. And this is just thing with homeschool. It was something that at first, it was a one-sided track, meaning it was just with me. And the more, and more we talked, the more and more COVID happened, the more and more we seen things, arguments, fights on that with everybody on the outside. She got on board, we got on board, and also we couldn't be happier right now. I'm not an abusive husband, I'm not a drug addict, I don't abuse my kids, I don't neglect them, I don't treat their feelings like trash, I don't treat my wife's feelings like trash. I don't treat people with hate and rudeness. All that makes me what I am. I'm a person who adores his wife. I'm, I, get, I, I laugh because I could hear her saying something like, you're so corny or something worse now. We have a little bit of a darker sense of humor. So I'm pretty sure I could hear her calling me something else. But, you know, I'm a person who, I, I adore my wife. I adore my kids. And I want to meet everybody with friendliness, no judgment, and leading with love and understanding. Um, but if that's so bad, I, I honestly don't know what to say we have to tiptoe around what we say people are quick to take jump and to start judging and talking to shit there's no breathing time to explain but that's just how the world works and that's just the world we live in right now You I mean even calling somebody sir or ma'am could be considered offensive right now and saying I don't want my kids in regular school is a far out statement to some is it so far out that in the end game, all you want is your kids to have good education. And let's face it, some of the classrooms with 30 plus kids, it's not gonna cut it sometimes. Or calling myself a Democrat or Republican, it will it will somehow trigger and offend somebody now. And I, I'm just at my point where I don't care how I don't care what others say or how they see things. I don't want to waste I don't want to waste and spend my energy trying to explain certain things, so I'm trying to go. So all I'm trying to do is just do me. We're going to continue our path in this unknown path of parenting, try to be better people. But you know, in traditional sense, I'm already condemned from being a Mexican and being a Mexican man and talking about my feelings. My mom's gone, my nanas are gone, my grandma's for those of you who may not know. My father's gone. So reality, who do I have to impress to live up to sometimes? So who who do I have to impress or live up to somebody else's ideologies? I mean, I appreciate all the advice and some of it I can try to implement in my teachings, but I'm just thankful I don't feel pressure to do something that I don't want to do. And to be honest, those days are gone and I'm not looking back. So what I want to... Try to get a point is if you're doing something that may seem different from your family, may seem like a wild idea, something that they don't want to do for you and you feel in your heart that it's the right choice, you've gone through all the points A to Z and you still feel you want to go through that, do it. Do it. People are always going to judge. They're always going to talk shit. They're always going to compare or contrast, but you're your own person. Your family's your own person, your kid, while you're raising your kids, it's your own way. Like I said before, so long as your kids aren't getting, like, abused or anything like that, harshly, I mean, then, then try it out. I mean, we're taking things as, as small strides as parents. We are preparing for the future ahead of time. But, I mean, I do have support, whether it's from friends or family. We do have support. They do understand. They are behind us. You know, everyone has their own opinions. That's fine. I respect them. I welcome them. But don't let it get you down. Don't let a second guess what you're doing. If everything is going good in front of you, all those opinions and thoughts, crumple them up, say thank you, put them in your pocket. Do you. So all this shit of the negativity that I've been in my life, what I've seen growing up as parents, when I see my uncles on PCP hitting their wives, hitting their pregnant wives, uh, abusing my aunts, abusing their kids. All that makes me the person that I am today, which is none of that. Instead of being caught in that loop, I'm striving to be something greater, something better. A better person, a better dad, a better father, a better husband for me, my kids, my wife, and those around me. And you know, when you're negative and you go around people, they could, you'll bring them down. And no one's going to want to be around someone that's so negative all the time. And I mean, it's just not healthy. But if you're positive, you bring this good energy about you, you try to help, you try to be there if anybody needs anything, it goes a long way. And yeah, you're not not going to make millions of dollars doing that, but fuck it. That's, I don't think that's why we're here on this earth for. I don't think we're here on this earth to be multi-billionaires. I think it's just the human experience that we're supposed to live through and go along. Yeah, that sucks because our time is limited. And the average male is seventy-eight around there. And the larger scale, I think seventy-eight years is nothing. So we gotta we gotta make everything count. We we really do. We gotta make everything count. We can't live negatively, we gotta live a positive impact on those around us and break that break that horrible negative cycle that some of us may come from. So Thanks, Scott, for listening. And if you have any questions, I'm all here.